Hello and welcome to Memoranda, a podcast where we talk about life, the law, and getting into right relationship with the earth, beginning with ourselves, our families, and our small businesses. My name is Jackie, and in today's episode, we are going to explore four things. Number one, what are core values and why they are so critical to the client experience in our business? Number two, how to discover and define core values for yourself or your business. Number three, practical examples and tips for how to apply core values to businesses. And number four, how to integrate your core values into your branding and marketing strategies for a connected, authentic client experience. So number one, what are core values and why are they important? So core values are these fundamental principles that act as a lens that guide our behavior, the culture that we create among us in our partnerships, our decision making, our interactions with both internal and external stakeholders. And by internal and external stakeholders, by that I mean the people that we work with inside our business and the people that we work with outside of our business. Core values represent the manifestation of a company's vision and mission and they are the heart and soul of a business. When we experience chaos in, the, in our business, when we don't know what to do, one of the best ways to remedy that and to get back into agreement with what you're here to do is to take a moment, pause, take, your t- take the time that you need. However, go back to your vision, go back to your mission, go back to your core values. Look at how you're spending your time on your calendar for the past day, week, month or so. And nine times out of 10, you're going to see, oh, I am right now acting out of agreement or out of alignment with my core values. My core values are informed by my agreement with the universe, God, source. And when I'm spending my time here out of agreement with my internals, that's when burnout and that's when paralysis starts occurring. So these core values, being able to articulate them clearly are really important so we have a checklist because when we don't articulate our core values clearly, they just kind of exist in the ether of our lives. When times of chaos or times of trouble come, we're unable to have an anchor, we're unable to have a compass by which to guide us out of that. And so we start taking random activity, we start seeking help in random places, seeking support from people who may or may not be the proper people to help us in that present moment. So specifically, there are five ways that core values can play a critical role in a business success. And by success, I mean, how are you acting in massive service to the community when you focus on a need that needs to be solved, a problem that needs to be solved, and you solve it in a particular way? The energy will come back to you, usually in terms of financial resources, additional partnerships, and so on and so forth. It's all about how can I serve my community? What are the needs of this community? And how can I act in agreement with myself and agreement with these needs to make sure that I am doing what I'm here to do? So five ways that core values play a critical role in the business's success. So number one, they set the company culture. Number two, they define a company's brand. So there's so often, especially I feel like people my age, which I'm in my mid thirties, millennials, I guess they would call us like so focused on the branding, which I love a good brand. I love a consistent brand. I love seeing social media accounts where I'm like, oh, these people are visual artists. They really get visual branding. However, The visual has to emanate from what's coming inside. And because our businesses are an entity separate from our own body, like, you know, I'm Jackie and I have my body and I know my core values as an individual, but the business has a set of core values and those core values are the internal compass for your business creation. And if you're developing a marketing strategy or if you're developing an email list strategy or any sort of strategy without first getting grounded on your vision, your mission, your core values, 
you're going to be wasting time because there's no compass. There's no internal standard by which you're measuring or by which you're acting. And sometimes, you know, there's a time and place for just exploration because I don't know my core values. And that's great. If you're in a time of exploration, then name that, claim it. I am in the exploring phase right now. I'm not going to get in agreement with core values because I just need to explore like who I am in this this time and era. Like, I don't even know. But once you get there, once you're like, okay, I think I know who I am now, start naming it, start claiming it, start putting it into all your communications because that is essentially your intention of how you're going to move in this world, both as an individual, um, a leader for your business and then your business as a whole. So number three, your core values, external stakeholders, connecting and hiring um, contractors and employees. They're going to inform like who you hire and what you're looking for. You just don't want to hire anybody into your company. You want to make sure that they are in agreement with your core values, because as someone who has worked for many large corporations and who has actually worked on the hiring side of that, when you get someone in the door who either feigns your core values and by feigns, I mean, they're pretending to be in agreement with your core values to get a job. Or when you bring someone in the door who's just like not in agreement with your core values or they lose agreement with your core values, you are going to have a plethora of problems following that. Not going to be motivated, not going to be engaged. You're going to be constantly... um, you know, coaching them. And sometimes, and I have done this, there's always that one or two when I was working in the schools, teachers, that all the best coaching in the world, all the best support in the world is not going to address the core issue because the core issue is that your personal values as a person are not aligned to the core values of this organization. And as such, I, as your coach, as your mentor in this position, I will help counsel you out of your position so that you can become the person you're meant to become. I remember there was one teacher in particular that, you know, I could just tell, you know, they were, you could focus on, oh, why are you not doing your lesson plans? Why are you not doing this, that, and the third? Why are you not committing to your development? Why are you, and every week we'd meet for coaching sessions and sometimes every day because there's a lot going on. And through just sitting there and being there with this person, we discovered that, you know, they just had the desire to travel the world, be a photographer, you know, get back into science. They graduate from a top level university with a STEM, they have a pure chemistry degree. And when I discussed with them, like, what do you really want to do? Like, what lights your soul on fire? It was just like, I want to be a researcher and I'm really passionate about chemistry and I really want to help these kids, but there's something out of agreement. And just working with that person, giving them permission to say that out loud and and be like, it's okay. You can still support these kids from a distance. You can donate to the school. We are in need of a financial resource. You can, um, you know, support the teachers who are here in a different way. You can still keep in contact with the kids on social media or whatever, however um, (laughs) we want to do that properly. But, you know, what is best for you and what is best for these children is that you are who you're meant to be because when you're who you're meant to be, a researcher, maybe you have the next, you know, patentable idea, go do what you're meant to do and it will open up the space to bring someone else here that this may be the thing that they're meant to do. And so I remember that conversation, you know, within the week, they left, they found another job. And of course, that's not the ideal. You don't want to be losing a teacher in the middle of the year. However, At the end of the day, you know, we had someone come in and this was their passion and they ended up being promoted multiple times in the organization. So that's just how core values and as a coach in a system, you know, aligning to those core values and saying, 
Like these are the core values of our organization. They may not be my personal core values, but we're all here employed right now. These are the core values of the organization. And it's my job to make sure that the people here are aligned to these. And when they're not, you know, to, to help them find where they can be. Because if we all just act in agreement with who we're meant to be, it actually solves a lot of issues. A lot of people think that's selfish, but I think in this world, we need to be selfish in that way. If that's how you define selfish, we need to be selfish because when we all are just authentic with who we are as individuals, we're able to clearly communicate with the collective. This is who I am. This is what I stand for. And when we're able to clearly communicate our position, then we are in a position to negotiate and to, you know, give a little here, take a little here, negotiate, come into the zone of agreement. When we're in the zone of agreement, we may not agree 100% on every single principle, but at least we're in this zone where we can now collaborate, take action, move forward and do whatever we need to do. So next, how to discover and define your core values. So this is a critical step for small business owners who wish to create a distinct company culture and build a strong brand identity. You have a lot of small business owners giving the same sort of service. What makes your service different from the service of another person now gets into the branding. It's not just your color scheme. It's how you're infusing your core values, your vision, your mission throughout your business. So let's just think about painting services. And this is a real life example that just happened to me. I went to my local Sherwin-Williams, picked out some paint. I go to Sherwin-Williams because it's easy. A lot of um, designers have just pre-made painting templates for it. I don't have time to hire out a full-out designer. Went on Etsy, just downloaded a template. They gave me all of these. She's from like Savannah Design Art. I trust her. She gave me all these colors. I'm like, okay, these are the colors I'm going to use. Take the Sherwin-Williams. This is what I need. Okay, I need a painter. They have a... A, literally a board of 20 to 30 painters. They all do the same thing. And I'm sure the quality of all their work is very similar or they wouldn't have their business card on the board. However, now the uh, customer service representative at Sherwin Williams, he's like, okay, like, let me pick a few to like recommend to you. So he gave me three business cards. So looking at that, you can tell that these three people just looking at the design of the business card, they are more visually well-branded. And when so there's a more consistency in your visual brand, the likelihood, not the certainty, but the likelihood of you having a uh, established purpose, mission, values is higher. So now I take these three business cards home and I look up each one online. Uh, two of the three had a website. So the person who didn't have a website like, I need to be able to scope you out before I engage with you. So that person was immediately um, off the table, even though they could have been the best painter there. I don't have time to to invest in all of that. I just need a painter who's going to do a good job, who I feel like, you know, is going to meet my core values of making this an easy client experience. So now I have two. One website, you had a call, you had to make an appointment, all these other things. The other website had the calendar link where I could just select a date and time proactively that worked with my schedule. I don't have to go play phone tag back and forth. This person I booked, they came to the house. They did an hour long consultation. They gave me a line item and their prices are higher. They were even expressed to me that the prices are higher than what you would find with another painter. But because of the customer service, the client experience that I had was in sync with my own personal experience, I went with them. 
So it's just like their core values align with my core values because that is a core value of my business, having a lean process oriented system that makes it easy for the client to come in and book and get the service that they need. I don't want them to go run around in all these loops, like just book with me on my calendar, get the service that you need, and then we can go from there. So what are some practical ways that you can use core values in your business? Number one, your hiring process. We went over that. Number two, creating rubrics, not just for performance reviews, which in the schools that I worked in, the rubrics for performance reviews were very robust. I mean, you're working with a bunch of teachers. This is what they do for a living. And so these performance reviews, testing and assessment is their expertise. And you can tell, even with some businesses that I've worked for, the performance reviews just don't match up. They don't to the quality, to the specificity of the performance reviews of teachers, because we were working in such high stakes environments um, where just little shifts here and there were so critical to shifting the trajectory of a student's experience in the classroom. So um, feedback structure, just check-ins, having a theme for the check-in. Number four, reinforcing core values with incentives. You know, our core value is to be lean. Um, so we're going to constantly assess like if we can take away something or add a service to take away three other services, you know, simple scales, complex fails, that sort of attitude um, and rewarding and highlighting uh, people who are living in accordance to those core values, even having them step up as leaders and coaches in the organization. So other people can have examples of what it means to embody that core value in your organization. And then number four, again, kind of building off the last one collaboration around the core values. So how can we collaborate to lean into and embody our core values, but also give feedback on what are the downsides of having this as a core value? What are some things that we need to consider in the future? And that's where you as a business owner come in as a leader, where you use your intuition and your discernment to make a decision in the present moment, according to the circumstances of your life and your business, are we going to stay grounded in this core value or are we going to shift? And these are all issues of discernment that, you know, can be taught, but necessarily can't be taught because you as the business owner, as the leader, you are have the most intimate knowledge with your business and only you will know. You can have all the advice and structures in the world, um, but at the end of the day, the decision comes down to the business owner. And so to close, I hope that was helpful, um, knowing what core values are, why they're important, some examples of how you can incorporate core values. Every, I'm telling you, every organization on the Fortune 500, Fortune whatever, go to every single website. They're all going to have an origin story, vision, mission, core values. And so as small business owners, I know a lot of times we're so like in the weeds of just like, let me make this transaction. Let me just provide the service for client. But what's really going to separate you is creating a business from the inside out, making it a living, breathing organism instead of some sort of bot that just provides services. And when you are able to articulate your vision, mission, core values, you're able to create buy-in from others in the community, create partnerships that are sustainable, long-lasting. When you have those partnerships, you're creating a business not just for a season, but for a lifetime and beyond. And sometimes businesses are just meant for seasons. But when you have perennial human issues, such as education, managing, um, acting in agreement with our environment, uh, making sure that our healthcare, these are perennial issues. You're going to need historical knowledge and people who continue to pass on that knowledge through generations. And so that's all we have for today. In the final episode for the week, 
I am going to just provide some case studies for core values, vision, mission statements with some commentary for organizations I have personally worked for. And so the organizations I have worked for, McDonald's, Williams-Sonoma, West Elm, Pottery Barn, Quest Diagnostics, Lord & Taylor, which they're out of business now. So it might be interesting to see if I can see their core values because I think back to my experience there and I knew that that organization, something was not right when compared to the other organizations and it just it just felt yeah, it just fell off. Um, and then five, 10 years later, they go out of business, which was interesting. So Lord & Taylor, Bobby Brown Cosmetics, Music Together, Katie Independent School District, Houston Independent School District, Teach for America, Yes Prep Public Schools, and there's probably a couple more. Um, of course, I also worked and consulted for many small businesses in the holistic wellness space. So um, those are all the organizations. And I think I'm just going to pick a few and go through the core values case studies, add some commentary because what you see on the website versus what happens internally may be a little bit different. So I'm just gonna share like some of my um, feelings about being an employee at those organizations and then we can go from there. So thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to chatting with you soon. Have a wonderful day.